This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 67, and today we have Pinky Basililla. Now, Pinky is the owner of Skylight Yoga and Fitness. And how can you not like someone with a name of Pinky? Pinky, <laughs> welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. We love all our guests, but, you know, I had to have some fun with, with Pinky. I yeah. love that name. Thank you, Charlie. Thanks for having me. I'm hoping that you don't have another Pinky uh, as know. a guest soon, and I'm the only one. So far, you are it in 67 <laughs> interviews, and I think that street might hold for another 67. So let's start, because our listeners already want to know, how does one end up with the name Pinky? Yeah, so I've had the name since I was an actual newborn. There's no great story behind it. Um, my mom said I was the pinkest baby in the hospital nursery. Um, when I cried, I turned all pink, and that's how you knew it was me. So she tagged me as that, and it has stuck ever since. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Oh. So let's then switch over now that we have that mystery solved uh, <laughs> to Skylight Yoga and Fitness. Yeah. What are you doing over there? So Skylight Yoga and Fitness is a boutique studio in Naples. Um, I actually purchased Core to Core Fitness last summer, and it is in the transition of becoming Skylight Yoga and Fitness. Core to Core was a Pilates and fitness studio, and I kind of took that over and added some more elements to the programming. So it's a lot more well, well-rounded and a lot more variety. Um, we've introduced um, a couple more fitness-based classes, um, including cardio kickboxing and circuit training. And we've also included yoga now in our, in our programming. So you'll find the boutique studio has yoga classes, Pilates mat and reformer, as well as fitness classes, um, TRX and motor, kickboxing and circuit training. So it's a lot of, lot of fun that we're having there. Wow, I'll bet, I'll bet. And do you teach some of the classes? I teach all but um, a bar class and the reformer classes. So I, I teach mat, I teach the yoga classes, I teach the kickboxing, um, TRX, and motor. So I, I do a lot. It's, it's yeah. keeping me on my toes. It's fun. I'll bet, I'll bet. Brings back memories of uh, uh, Barb. You, you probably spoke with Barb, my wife, and shared stories of uh, you know, trying to keep all the classes going, juggling those balls, and mm-hmm. being the master of all of them. Because last minute, someone gets sick, one of your instructors, guess who is the instructor? That's exactly it. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's great. So, Pinky, how did you get into this business? I have always um, had a passion for fitness and wellness and just taking care of, of, of yourself. I had a pretty successful 30-plus year career in accounting and finance um, executive management, and that was going really well. But on the same track, I also kind of dabbled in the whole fitness industry. I was you know, still doing my whole corporate job, but I was attending webinars and seminars and conferences that were fitness focused to kind of like educate myself more. And as I developed, as I, as I grew older, I tended to kind of want to do that more. So after, you know, some years of reflection, I decided that I really wanted to make that change and use my corporate finance background to really help run a business and run my own. And it would be geared towards fitness and health and wellness. 
So it's kind of like the marrying of my, my, my good trade, my upbringing, my career with my passion. And in moving to Naples last year, afforded me the opportunity to buy the studio. So it, it was just a, a very welcome and timely, fortunate turn of events for me to make that leap to, to change careers and start something new. Yeah. Well, good for you. Good for you. And how did you end up in Naples then? I had had a place in Naples here for the past 12 years, and that's another like story in itself. But I visited Naples back in 2005 for the first time without knowing anything about Naples. Just did some research online. I wanted to take a little solo vacation. I'd gone through a you know divorce, and it just kind of shook me up, and I needed to kind of reflect and kind of regroup. So I, I chose Naples to come down here just to kind of get away from it all and just to kind of reset. And of course, that was a year that Hurricane Katrina, Rita, and Wilma hit um, this area, and you know Wilma hit Naples head on. So. I wasn't even sure if places were open and if I should even come down. And um, I, I came down a week after, had a just a very amazing time here, just loved the vibe, loved the energy, loved the people, just so warm and welcoming. And it really kind of like stuck in my head that I really wanted to come back here again and visit. So I did, I did that a couple more times. And then I realized, well, why don't I just maybe buy something here? So <laughs> that kind of led a chain of events into purchasing a condo and having that here for rent or for me and my family. And then the end game ended up being, I, I want to be here permanently. So, you know, the opportunity to buy the studio and the chance for me to kind of move into my place here was was great last year. Yeah. And it happened. Right. I took a leap of faith and, and here I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. You know, it's amazing when you uh, focus your energy, how the universe just opens up and uh, yeah, these opportunities present themselves. I, I totally agree. I was telling my friends, I guess a year ago that I put it out. I, I verbally vocalized that I want to own a studio and I want to be in Naples full time. Mm -hmm. Put it out there. And all of a sudden, like <laughs> three opportunities in the next three months, just kind of like, came wow. my way and i'm like whoa something, like there's a sign here there's something to be said and i can't ignore it so yeah i was very lucky and, and mm. grateful. wow how about myths in your industry pinky what myth comes to mind that maybe you've heard from from clients members that you can dispel for our listeners yeah um there's always myths about you know working out and exercising and and the kind of shape you need to be in to do something so, uh, you know, yoga is something that's new to the studio and um, the community, you know, has, has um, embraced it. But, you know, they've had some, I guess, some experiences in the past where they come to their first yoga class and all of a sudden they're trying to do a handstand. And that's not something you do like your first time out in a yoga studio. So they were very put off by that. And, yeah, and I can see that. Right. So they're very intimidated, but uh, you don't need to be, you know, bendy or super flexible or, you know, in perfect shape to do any of these classes. Um, we really want to meet you where you are and just have you explore and have fun with it. Um, yeah. When I brought in kickboxing, you know, I had people that had hip replacements and double knee replacements. I'm like, I'm not sure if I can kick or, I, or you know, I'm not like 
cardio strong and I, you know, I don't do kickboxing. Like, I don't care, you know, like that's, you know, just try it. And it's become one of the most popular classes in the studio. Mm -hmm. love it. And they get their cardio sweat on. They work at their own pace. Um, they really enjoy the the stretching, the yoga-based stretching afterwards, and you just feel like really good about it. So like I wasn't flexible at all when I started doing yoga. I was pretty fit. You know, I was at the gym a lot. I was doing a lot of cardio stuff and just took up yoga to just add a stretching component to my routine. And then uh, I realized how much more there was to yoga. So I became a teacher and really loved that that facet of it. So, you know, you just have to kind of try it. Yeah, well, that's good. And, and credit to you and your team, because as you well know, walking into a health club or a boutique uh, studio, studio like yours takes a lot of courage for someone who's not done that before and, and has all these, you know, images of the yoga you know, yeah. teacher bending them into a pretzel and, and, and or a kickboxer thing, messing yeah. up their hip replacement and they're back to the doctors, right? You know, exactly. and that happens, unfortunately, you know, in various places throughout the country, because in, in many cases, the, I'm not going to say many cases, in some cases, the instructor, it's all about them. But it sounds like in your case, you train your, your teachers to be that teachers and, and not you know, trying to, to show everyone that, hey, I'm it and try to follow me, right? And that's uh, dangerous. That, yeah. That's totally it. Like, yeah, we, we don't have any egos as trainers. We really are there to serve our clients and whatever they can and can't do, we honor that, we respect that. I mean, that is one of our core values of the studio is yeah. respect and individuality. Like everyone is different. Everyone comes with different um, limitations and strengths. And we just want to, you know, just give you what you can and make yourself, you know, the best version of yourself that you can. can love it. Love it. Love it. How about when you're not in the studio, what are you doing for fun? When I'm not in the studio, which is very rare because okay. as a new business owner, it's taking up a lot of my time, especially okay. now with our pandemic crisis going on and preparing to reopen. But um, I just told you I played golf for the first time in months this morning, which was fantastic. I used to play golf mm. quite, a, quite a, a lot. Um, so I do that. Um, I like to train myself. I like to work out too on my own. And then if I'm not doing that, I just give my body a total rest and my mind a rest too. And I just like to chill on the couch and read and relax. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Reading anything good at the moment? I'm reading the book Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, the Navy SEAL um, officer who went through a lot of just a lot of trauma in his life and pushed himself probably more than more than most of us would ever imagine to do it. Um, so I'm reading his book. It's you know pretty inspirational, but it's also it's a, it's a lot. It's pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to check that one out. Thanks for the uh, yeah. tip there. Yeah, those Navy SEALs are. It's, it's absolutely amazing what they go through. They they literally what risk their lives in training, which they volunteer for, just so they can risk their lives even more so in serving our country. I mean, it, it it's mind blowing. They're heroic. They, I mean, they are just heroes. Um, yeah. Very courageous, very brave. Um, but this guy did it three times. He went through Navy SEAL training like three times. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, speaking of hardships, uh, you know, going through 
SEAL training three times. Uh, you know, describe one hardship that you've rose above. Could be personal, could be business. What comes to mind? Um, well, I mean, I think right now in this present day, I think everyone is going through some hardships of of uh, many different kinds, and I'm no exception. So I won't get into that. You know, new business owner having to close the studio after six months of you know, running it, um, just dealing with all that and just trying to stay self safe and healthy. But I think whenever I am uh, think about pivotal years in my life, like 1996 always comes to mind because a lot happened in that year that kind of just changed me as a person and my priorities. I had a very um, cushy but and fun job working for an NBA team and it was a lot of fun. I was their um, controller, head of finance. And I left that job to work for another company, a startup, which is fine. Like people go through career changes all the time. Um, but in the same year, I had just purchased a new house. So I had a you know huge mortgage on my, my hands and um, a new car as well. I started my new job and within four or five months, I knew that I had made the worst decision of my life and hated it. Hated so much that I couldn't drag myself out of bed every day to go to work. Hated so much that I was almost on the verge of a nervous breakdown. And I'm like, what do I do? Like, do I just continue to, to do this because I have a new mortgage now and I have to pay my bills and support myself? There's no one else. Um, what do I do? So I ended up just quitting because I knew my mental health was much more mm. than, than any, any job. Yeah. In the same time frame, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. So in the time that I had between after leaving my job and looking for a new one, I spent my days um, going to chemo with my mom and taking care of her and, you know, doing the post-operative surgery, uh, rehab with her and just kind of being by her side and helping her go through this. So I think in hindsight, there was a reason why I was supposed to be not working at that point in time. Um, and it also reinforced the fact that health and family are, you know, the two most valuable priorities in, in my life as they are now, as we're going through this time um, yeah. pandemic. And it just made me realize that, you know, what are your priorities essentially and mm -hmm. what is important to you and with any huge crisis and trauma you you come out on the other end for the better and mm -hmm. my mom is you know she's been cancer free for you know decades now and i ended wow. up with a better job and kind of set me on a new path to a new career so that was, you know, a hardship, I think, in, in many different respects, all different kind of angles that, you know, I just kind of had to navigate through. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, again, it's amazing how life works if we just allow it, right? Don't exactly. fight it. Just, yeah, go with it. And yeah, well, it's great to hear your mom is uh, doing well. Oh, um, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So, Pinky, if you were to share one thing that people... Our listeners, uh, if you, let me rephrase that. One thing that you wish our listeners knew about skylight yoga and fitness, what comes to mind? A couple things come to mind. Um, like I mentioned, we have a whole host of classes that one can just come in every day and take something different to kind of mix up your exercise routine. I think um, exercise is more effective when both your body and your mind are stimulated. 
um, it makes it much more long lasting and, and productive. So our classes, you know, we have classes that you can work out, but also work in. So it's all that mind body connection focus. Um, I can't brag enough about the community that has been so welcoming and supportive um, as a new business owner. They are just super friendly and I love them to death. Um, yeah. It's almost like a, you know, a second family essentially. Um, and they're great. They've been very supportive uh, with this transition. And, you know, the studio has values, respect, individuality, community, and humor is one of them. And you just can't take things too seriously. You can't take yourself too seriously. So I actually put that as, as a, as a value. That's great. We can become so overly stressed and yeah. you just kind of need to kick back and, you know, laugh every once in a while. Every day. <laughs> I'm with you hundred percent. And it's hard to, but what, boy, when you have those moments of laughter, uh, it's a relief and a release. And, you know, even, uh, you know, the whole Netflix craze, you know, Barbara and I were, were just saying the other day, cause, cause we, by on purpose, stay away from the news. It's uh -huh. just nothing yeah. good there. Uh, I don't need to know about how many deaths we're up to or any, any of that madness. Um, yeah. you know, and, and watching, if you're going to watch TV, certainly limit it, but focus on comedies, you know, watch something that's going to bring you up rather yeah. than continue to pile on and, and darken an already in, in, at least in this case for a lot of folks, a dark situation. So exactly. Yeah. I agree. Pinky, how can our listeners learn more, find you, call you, share, oh, yes. share. Yes. Come by, please come by. <laughs> uh, we are located at 5002 Tamiami trail North. It's on Route 41, just south of Pine Ridge Road. Um, we, uh, the website is skylightyogafit.com. We are on Facebook, Skylight Yoga and Fitness. We're on Instagram, Skylight Yoga Fit. And you can also just email um, skylightyogafit at gmail.com. The number is 239-649-5002. So many ways. Um, to not avoid me. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> See that? You're already making us laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I encourage our listeners to get on over there. See Pinky and her team and uh, let her take care of you as you take care of yourself and your health. Because as we all know, it's it's a it's a cliche, but it it's the bottom line. You know, we don't have our health. What do we got? Right. Exactly. So. Uh, Take care of yourself and and uh, say hi to Pinky from us. Pinky, thank you so much for being a part of the Good Neighbor Podcast. Thank you, Charlie, for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.